Hello and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Hello. Hello. We're Hello. back. <laughs> guess who, like in an Eminem way, guess who's back? Bobby, unfortunately. Oh. What do you mean, unfortunately? I mean, yeah, well, no, actually, yeah, unfortunately. Okay, oh. fair enough. Anyway, we're back. The greatest rugby league pod in history is but not my words. Actually, they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's everybody been? It's all right. I've missed rugby league, though. Yeah. Anything good happened since the, on the off season? I had a baby. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations. And she's absolutely fine and stunning yep. and beautiful, yeah? Yes, Absolutely. I am just tired all the time now. <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any news from you, Bobby? No, not really. Oh, you're buying a house though, aren't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, so they have got that bit of news, haven't you? Yes, yeah, I'm getting a house. Um, I've got no news whatsoever. Um, I'm just here propping, propping the pod up. And um, yeah, that's it really. Oh, uh, Australia won the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did try and do some pods during it and sort of backfired spectacularly. But here we are, basing ourselves as a Super League pod. Yeah. But I'm yeah. Not bothered about them, anyway. Well, Australia. Yeah. Well, we'll come on to that, won't we? Because I think, uh, what have we got on tonight? Well, uh, we've got, we're going to kick off with a five to watch, five plays to watch that we do every every start of every season. It used to be ten, but since Bobby John, we've had to drop it to five. So. Yeah. I suppose there's less margin for error now. Or is there more margin for error? No, less, isn't there, really? More. Do you think? No. More like, chance of error? Hmm. Both. Yeah. Just, just both. Anyway, we've only got five because of him. Yeah. Right, okay. Should I just leave now? All right. Yeah. We tried We tried that during the off-season, didn't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that didn't work, did it? Yeah, yeah, we we tried it. Fortunately, everybody we asked turned us down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got five to watch, five yep. players to watch. Then we're going to move on to a table prediction where we'll run through our. Um, each of us have done a table for final standings of the season. I've got a contentious one for that. Yeah, mm. is it Uddersfield's finish second? <laughs> We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> it's even more contentious than that, I reckon. All right, okay. 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 <clears throat> and we'll uh, lead table then. And after that, what we'll do is we'll just have a quick run through the World Cup Challenge, which is this weekend. Time has been moved from 7am to 7.50am, I think. Yeah, because it's a bit warm, isn't it? Is that what it's for? Yeah. Right. Uh, and they're playing in quarters as well. Right. And they can play 18 teams. 18 players, sorry. Okay. And uh, there's less trainer restrictions or something. Right. Sounds Shall, shall I wait till we get them to the World Club Challenge for that, though? Yeah. Right, okay, right, all right. And then uh, we'll have Brian to kick off the first round of the Predictions League. Is he back? Yeah. Oh, for goodness He was the sake. only person that said he'd do it instead of Bobby, but we decided to keep Bobby. You do know he was, like, prostituting himself out again on the lot pod the other night, don't you? Mm. Was he really? Yeah. Hmm. I think we need to put him on the spot a little bit here. 
Shocking. Shocking behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> we like the lot pod, though. They're our friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, they are, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. So we're back. 2023, bigger and better. Well, let me tell you now, though, uh, just a little sneak preview. The Prediction League is bigger and better. Okay. So I'll let Brian explain it. I'll I'll do a little bit now because obviously people can't understand him properly. <laughs> but basically, we've now we've gone NRL and we've seventeen players in it. Okay. Oh. Okay. So everyone is representing a team. Mm-hmm. So he's got like a t. He's got representatives from every team, plus us three and Brian. Okay. Very and good. The insiders. So Brian's like the dolphins. He's just sort of sneaked in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dolphin Bride. Dolphin Bride. <laughs> well, I'm like the Panthers, aren't I? Oh, yeah, you're a reigning champ. Yep. But we'll come on to that. All right. What's uh, what's what's first, then? Well, we will start with a bit of this. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world, and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, obviously there's no games to uh, review. So we will jump straight into the five to watch, shall we? Mm. So everybody's picked five players that they think uh, wants to watch. Possibly potential Man of Steel contenders come the end of the year. Mm. Oh, is that how we've done it? No, you can... Possibly. Just yeah, possibly. possibly. Just possibly. So you can interpret it any way you want, which um, I'm sure Andy has by the sounds of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I, no, what I'd done was looked at... Stop looking at my notes, Bobby. Um, I'd done it as potential transfers. Yeah. And thinking who might have an impact or who might not have an impact. So it was five to watch to see, out of interest to see how they would go on, whether they would be absolute flop or whether or not they thought they would be potential Man of Steel character. Yeah, no, that's fine, I suppose. Uh, right, who wants to kick us off then? Who wants to give us their first pick of the five to watch? Andy Bobby's pointing at you, so... Okay, well, I'm going to start with a potential uh, match winner and a change, a game-changer for Leeds Rhinos, and I've gone with Neen MacDonald. Okay. From Lee. Yeah. Who I think will be an excellent signing for them. And I think will really speed things up for them. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'll just scribble him off my list. (laughs) (laughs) Have you picked him? Yeah, no, I had one of him. I think big, about six foot eight, somewhat stupid, and he like winger slash centre, plenty of speed. Good under the ball, I think. He'll be good in the air, you would have thought. Yeah. I think um I think he'll be a really good signing. I think it's real I just think And he had a decent World Cup as well with mm. Papua New Guinea. So. Which is what I based it on, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. That that's why I that's why I put him in after watching him in the World Cup and I thought actually he's he could make a uh, could really make a difference in Super League this year. Mm. Well, I'll stick with uh a fellow Papua New Guinean then, and I've picked Edwin Epape, the hooker from uh, Lee Leopards. Now, he had a fantastic World Cup. He did, and at one point, I don't know if he still is, but at one point was favourite for 
Man of Steel. I believe he still is, yeah. Mm. Really? Which is probably a lot to do with the, the points system, the, the way it works. And who, but, he, who he plays for, yeah, etc. Yeah. 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 Uh, but nevertheless, a very, very, very good player. So nonsense, that, isn't it? The system? Yeah. 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 Three points, two points, one point. It's nonsense. No, it is. Yeah, you're right. It was It was better when journalists voted for him or a panel or whatever. Mm. Um, and then the players, but they made a complete mess of it, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They com- they made a complete mess of it, like voting for like Thierry Alibert or something, didn't they? Or something <laughs> ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah. So, no, I, I think he's, he's a really, really good player. And like you said, he had a really good World Cup and he's... A very, very important part to Lee staying up. And I think Lee have done really well. That's good recruitment yeah. for Lee, yeah. I think, um, to have him in their squad, I think, at this stage. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. Uh, well, my first pick is I've gone with uh, T. Ritson from St. Ellen's. I think, depending on how they work him into the system with... Uh, obviously, they got a couple of choices down that side. I, th- I think they played uh, Will Opoate against the Dragons, didn't they, on, on Saturday. So if they stick with that, he might find it hard to break in. But if he does, I think he's got plenty of pace and plenty of skill level to try and get a full-time contract with Saints. He's only on uh, he's only on a one season from Barrow, into. I had him on my list, actually. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't think he will find it hard to get games in place of Will Opoate, to be quite honest. Because he won't be there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, um, he's like the invisible man, isn't he? He's, you know, he's never uh, made of biscuits, isn't he? Isn't he? So, um, and he's got pace. I think. Got bags it, of I pace. think it remains mm. to be seen whether or not defensively, whether or not um, he's capable of, of playing at that that top top Super League level. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's the only question in it, and he, he has got he has got lots of pace, um, and I don't want to be disrespectful to the championship, but will he look as quick in Super League? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course mm. I do. Yeah, you're some, I mean you're playing certainly against like some part time players and things like that, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. But he has claimed. Uh, I read the other day he's claimed he's got even quicker during the the off season. So and. Um, I watched the Saints warm-up game last weekend against St. George Dragons mm. um, on Watch NRL. And he, he put a tremendous finish in where he, he... I mean, he was only 10 yards out, but he absolutely exploded off the mark yeah, to, to get the ball Yeah, it was that initial down. burst of speed. Yeah. To, to get, yeah, he did well. He finished it well. So I'm not saying he's not quick, obviously, but it, it's just whether he looks yeah. as quick. It's a full package, isn't it? You've got to be at that level. And especially, yeah. even more so, if you're playing... For the champions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh Andy's got your second one. Well, this one is he's not an unknown by any means, but I think he might make a big difference to his team and whether or not that's enough to get them in the playoffs, we'll see. So I, I've gone with Jacob Miller. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I um, thought about that one, yeah. From Wakefield to Castleford. Because I think at Wakefield he he was he was superb. Yeah. Um, and they had a really good half-back partnership there in, in Lino and Miller, didn't they? Mm. Mm. And um, I think going to Cass, where I suppose you look at Cass as traditionally uh, a team that 
throws the ball about a little bit more, shall we say? And mm-hmm. you know that sort of like that that free flowing rugby league. Yeah, that might just suit him really well, and he might just make enough difference to get them in, get them into the playoffs. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I think they'll be battling on my league table where they're battling for that sort of like one of the you know the, one of the last playoff slots. Yeah, and he could make a difference, and I think that that might be a case for him to watch them there. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, in a, in a Similar sort of vein, I've gone, my second one is uh, Jake Truman, <coughs> who's obviously left cast to, to go to Hull. Mm. Um, and that sort of thing that you were saying about, and it, it just sort of, because I thought about Miller as well, and sort of like the moving teams, and after they've been there for a while, and <laughs> Jake Truman sort of still got the world at his feet for me. Like he could mm. sort of go as high as he wants to go, I think. I know he struggled with injuries last last season a little bit, um, and, and I felt like he was going a little bit stale, maybe. So I think him going across to to Hull um, could really bring out the best of him. Yeah, definitely. I think he's. Uh, I think, like you said, he's got he's got bags of talent. It's just about proving it now more than anything else. Um, can yeah. he can he take it to that next level, really? And uh, Step up his game and find something new and creative to to announce himself again, if you like. Yeah. Um. Well, my second one, sticking with the the sort of the halfbacks moving around uh, again, not by is he is he new or anything, but I've gone for Josh Drinkwater mm. to Warrington. Yeah. I think Warrington had you a big season after last year, and from what I've seen at their team, I'm not sure who's going to play six for them, and I think if he's your only. If you say established halfback or your big named halfback, I think he's got to sort of carry the troops. George like. Williams, aren't they? Oh yeah, of course they have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know what? That's how bad so they were last to see season. Bobby's research has paid off well over the off season. Isn't if, it? if you're listening, George, do more. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad they were last season. I forgot he was there. He was their best player. He was there I know, by an absolute mile. <laughs> I still forgot how bad they were. It's been a long off season. <laughs> what I would say about um, what I would say about Drinkwater is is that I think he had um, I think he's looked really good in the past. Yeah, but I'm not quite sure he's a, he's a leader of halfbacks, and I think he might do well because Williams will take the lead, mm. and I think that will that will that will release Drinkwater a little bit more. Does that make does that make sense? Yeah, because he's more of an organizer, isn't he? So if if the pressure's off him because everybody's looking at Williams type thing, yeah. he might thrive in exactly. that situation. Yeah, I know what you say. Exactly. I'm not quite sure he's cut out to be the lead halfback, if that makes sense. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because he's had some big names next to him. He? Absolutely. Maloney, um, yeah. Mitchell Pierce recently. Yes. Yeah. And and I think if you can play the same game with Williams, mm. then I think. They might be onto a winner there. I mean, he'll yeah. organise them and kick them around like exactly. he's done for the last yeah. three or four years at, at Catalan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. If if he can organise and let William, they'll probably work well hand in hand if they can let Williams roam free. And, I, I think so as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a really, really good half pack partnership. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Uh, what are we on three third player? Well, I've already had three because I've counted T Ritson in there, so I've got two. I've got two left. Okay, no worries. Well, I shall go next, and I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to the other side of Hull, and I'm going to go for Tom Opacek. Okay, the centre from uh, Parramatta was okay. it? Yeah, good player. 
Really, really good player. Um, In what way? Big, strong, fast. I think he's just going to be... I, I'm, I'm quite surprised that he's come over here, to be honest. Mm. He had, he re, I thought he had a really good season from what I saw uh, for, for Para last season. Um, I, I think he's... Like I say, I'm surprised that he's come over. And I think he's going to be very, very... How old is he? He's not old. Well, I think uh, I think Hulk I threw a lot of money his way. Well, obviously, I yeah, but... Really? I'll tell you what, you're coming out with some absolute pearlers this no, morning, what aren't you? What I mean, this is our pre-season This is, well. <laughs> this is our pre-season. No. Can't you tell? <laughs> what, I mean, what I mean is, is for a centre, I read somewhere that they've spent nearly 500000 a season. It's a quarter of the salary cap on him. He's what oh, I mean. He's for, well, for is, a, he, is he a marquee, though? Uh, I don't know. I would have thought so. Well, if, you if, might well, have to think well, so. If, if, if they spent that money, he must be a marquee. So he's, yeah, you'd have to you can't just so. say, "Oh, everybody else, everybody else, you want a shiny new penny <laughs> because <laughs> we've given like, because we've given him half the salary cap." Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Though they've they've spent a lot of in in terms of his position, you don't really see a lot of centers on that kind of yeah. money. If that makes sense, that's what I was getting. I'll tell you at. what, if this pod was salary capped. Well, you didn't exactly let me finish, did you? So, you know. 28 years, so he's not as young as I thought he was. No, but he's, he's still prime, got, isn't he? Yeah, still got plenty of rugby league left in, isn't he? So, but yeah, no, he, he had a good season. I think um, I think he's going to be very, very good. Yeah. Especially for a back as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he's going to be a good, good player for them. Okay. Uh, well, my next pick, and I'll stick with, uh, with the centre as well. Uh, I've gone with uh, Jake Wardle to Wigan. Uh, I think, again, <clears throat> they had a, a really good season last year. And I think the one thing they were missing was just that, that those centres to get them over the line. And they've now got, they've not only got Jake Wall, they've now signed Toby King as well. So I think they've got two centres of, of really good quality there. And I think Jake Wardle is... I, I rated him highly last season. I thought he was a good yeah. player. Yeah. Wigan fans were crying out, weren't they, for centres last year? Oh, I mean, when yeah. we had, I mean, when we had Johnny on, when we had Johnny Ashley on last year, he, he was bemoaning the fact about the, the centres that... Because, like, like, Willie Isa was playing in the centres and things like that, wasn't it? And, uh, and he felt that that's what they were missing. Yeah. Mm. They were. It was obvious. I mean, like you just said, they had Willie Isa and... I think Kai Pierce Paul played there a while, and as good as Kai Pierce Paul is, I'm not sure he's an out and out centre, is he? No, mm. he's more of a second rower. So, yeah, they were desperate for them. Desperate. Yeah. There's a lot of talent and a lot of speed in that back line at Wigan this yeah. season. Mm. Quite devastating, really. So we'll see how they get on, but yeah, yeah. I don't think. I mean, I know we'll come on to the the, the, the league in a bit, but I don't think I've seen quite a dis. Um, I like um, there's a big difference between the backs and the pack at Wigan. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. We'll, we'll come on to that, but yeah. it was just while yeah, it was yeah. in my head. Yeah, no, I agree. Completely okay. agree. Um, I've got two left, so I don't know any people. Yeah, no, I've got two as well. I think. Yeah, so. Okay, right. So, right. Bear in mind that I'd already had these names in my mind. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, I put Josh Maguire down, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought maybe we could just put it five not to watch, you know, five five that you won't be able to watch. Yeah. So anyway, he's just been landed with a seven seven match ban for unacceptable language. Mm. Um, 
I'm not sure he should have got that just for saying that he thought that Warrington could win the league. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what the unacceptable <laughs> language was. <laughs> it's our year. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know what else to say about that right now because I, I, I put it down as an interest thing. As mm. Is he, is he going to be somebody that's like, really going to bust a gut and really look really, really good for Warrington in their pack? Or is he going to be reminiscent of Roy Asatazi? Mm. And he's 32, been beat up in the NRL. And is it going to be another example of a prop forward that comes from the NRL that you think, why on earth has anybody spent money on that? Mm. And that's why I put him in, because I thought that would... It was interesting for me to say, I want, I want, yeah, go? I want to see that. It's not gone off and, to the and, best of starters, And it's not it? gone. But I think, you know, I think by Easter, <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to revisit that and go, he's making his debut. Fair enough. So, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, my next player is Joe Westerman. Oh, no, wait, I'm gone. <laughs> 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 hasn't, er- hasn't everybody been watching Joe Westerman this week? Yeah, so there's no point having five to watch because everybody's watched him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll take him out of that. Oh, kid. <laughs> oh, dear. That was brilliant. Oh, that got me that one. Five to watch. <laughs> I'm absolutely lost for words right now, but yeah. <laughs> the Yorkshire Rimmer. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> anyway. God. Uh, my actual next play. Oh, uh, God. Uh, Jake Clifford. Yes, I had him as well. Jake Clifford. Um, 25. Come from the Knights. Known as, known as the big red dog. Yeah, Jake Clifford, the big red dog. Yeah. Um, could be interesting to see. And to be honest, if they're going... If you've got Truman and, and Clifford in the halves, um, I would have thought he'd jump in at more seven, but either way, he's not going to be worse than Josh Reynolds, is he? Can't be. No, so can't. that's sort of why I put him in. Similar sort of thing, like, how, how's he going to go? He's 25. He's, he must still be hungry. Surprised he hasn't been picked up by another NRL club as well, to be where, honest. Sorry, where was he from? Uh, the Knights. He spent time at the Cowboys, I think, and then I think they'd had a bit of a swap deal with somebody okay. else. I can't remember who it was with. But, but yeah. In that, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Um like I say, very young, can't do any worse than his predecessor, so surely not anyway. No, it's impossible. So it has it is actually impossible. And yet he's it, he's gone back to Australia and he's in the thirty man bulldog squad. The only half back in Super League I remember was like pretty much worse than that was that Mark Herbert that played for Bradford. <laughs> he he was the only one that I can think that's really was a worse signing than Josh Reynolds. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah. So it's a close one, that. That Mark, Mark Herbert. He was worse, yeah. Definitely. Mm. Herbert. No. He, no, he, he wasn't Herbert. No, he was terrible, wasn't he? <laughs> jo- I'm not being funny, but Josh Reynolds is 
I like was drinking a bottle of wee. <laughs> it was bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. A Swedish with the brown liquor. <laughs> Why was it yellow, Josh? <laughs> Why was it yellow? <laughs> Vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> right, anyway. Uh, um, my next pick, then moving on from that, because I also had Jake Clifford. Um, my next pick is, I went with um, another castle player. I went with Gareth Widdop. Okay. I know he didn't probably do too well as what Warrington might have wanted him to expect, but I also don't think he's a fullback. Mm. And, I, and I have to assume he's going to go back to the halves at Castleford because Nia Levels will be at fullback. Mm. So I think you might see a different so the type one, of player in Gareth Widow. I think you might see him excel more in his natural position. So the 1 6 at 7 at Cass will be Evels, Miller, Willop, Widdop, Willop, Willop, Widdop, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the. One yeah. six seven, yeah. You would have thought so. Yeah. No wonder you picked about nine names because you've had the same as us, but you've still got loads in. He's got loads in reserve. <laughs> yeah, but hang on, you were sat in the corner over there. I couldn't even see your list. Mm. You weren't showing me. Now you know why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got one more. Oh, have you got? Yeah, no, I got one more. Yeah, yeah, I've got one more. Um, and again, it's it's a bit similar to the Josh Maguire thing, really. Kevin Proctor. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I still can't get over him getting what, vaping in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, th- this, this, has, this has disaster written all over it. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, it does, yeah. Right, this has absolute disaster written all over it. So he arrives at Wakefield and then describes the training facilities as humbling. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> At least it was better than that Justin Horrow's no, no, comments. No. It, well, it's similar. Yeah, <laughs> similar. So that's sort of what he's what saying, but in a nicer way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of what he's saying. It's humbling, yeah. <laughs> humbling is like if you go like round a war zone and look at like and look at people that have been made homeless and things like that, isn't it? Like mm. not going training at Wakefield, is it? There's loads of dog poo. Yeah. <laughs> it's humbling. It smells. <laughs> he's got so he like you said, he's been caught vaping. Right. So funny. <laughs> and he posted it during the match. On his Instagram. During the match. <laughs> right. He's about thirty I don't know. Four so uh, yeah. years alive. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. There is no I d I don't I do not understand. Why anybody at a top level rugby league club mm. in Australia or in this country has signed Kevin Proctor? I can't understand and, that. And I and I I wait to be proved wrong. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to watch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I can't see that one going well. No, I can't. It's just I just can't see it. All right, out of the ones I've picked there, who's going to go better, Josh Maguire or Kevin Proctor? Josh Maguire. Yeah, Josh Maguire. I just think... What, what does, I, what I does think Kevin, Kevin Proctor had already given up in Australia. I think he'd given up on rugby league. That's what I mean. He'd given up while he was in the NRL because yeah. he's at the Titans. And he's vaping at half-time. So yeah. he's pretty much given up there. So that's he? what I mean. So what on earth is going to... 
he's going to come over here and his hunger's all reignited and stuff. No. No, I don't see it either. It's just not going to happen. Because he was linked for the last five years with a few clubs in, in Super League. Yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. And now now he's actually made the the trip mm. because, well, because he's got no other option. No. And he's still got, be on a decent wedge. So he's got a whatever it is, two-year payday or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm. I just can't see that working. I just think that's a... I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong, but I just can't I hope, see it. I hope I'm wrong for Wakefield's sake, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. But I just, I just wait. I wait to be corrected on that one. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, <clears throat> my last one is a Warrington player, and I've gone for Paul Vaughan. Oh, yeah, the other prop forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they've brought in because... Oh, I think that's who I meant to go with. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a big thing that like, it was the things that I saw online at the time of his signing was oh he's, he's rubbish, he's not very good, blah blah blah. And then the other half was sort of saying, look at his stats, like look at his post meter contacts, look at how many carries and hit ups and things he has like that. So I just wanted to sort of see where you know how good he actually was because everybody. I, not everybody, but a lot of the stuff that I saw was sort of seemed to be split down the middle. He's either rubbish or he's he's mm. good. Mm. Yeah, because stats can be deceiving sometimes. They can. They can be very de- post post meter contact ones is a pretty good one. He was like leading the NRL, I think, at one point in that, which is pretty good, really. But your hit ups and your carries and things like that, they can be, especially carries. I think they can be a bit deceiving. So yeah, just just interested to see how he went really and whether he sort of. Whether the stats were lying or not, yeah, type of thing, yeah. And what? Do you, and how do you think he'll go? I think he'll go okay. Yeah. I think he'll go okay. Okay. Uh, well, my last one is also a prop forward, but I've gone with uh, the new Catalans prop. I've gone with uh, Taki Haho. Okay. The Roosters. Yeah. I think he looked quite good in the NRL. I'm surprised he's even come over this early in his career. How uh, old is he? Do you know? I don't know. I'm sure he's still in his 20s. Well, I hope he is now, otherwise I've bottled that one again, haven't I? Got to see this. Uh, I don't think he's very old. I'm sure he's not old. Well, I, what I do know, he's obviously been practising his saying his name. Yeah. Why did he put his first name out? Yeah. What, what's his first? I, I don't know who that is. What's his first name? Know, it's something like Seo Soze Takiara. I don't know what it is exactly. Seo Seo Seo. Is that what you said? Seo Soze or something. Right. I, I, I just wrote his second name down. 31 he is. <laughs> 31? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. He's, ah, he's not had a good time. His research is amazing, isn't it? Fair enough. <laughs> I thought he was, I, I genuinely thought he was younger than that because he's not, I don't think he's been at the Roosters. I'm not being funny, but, but Reese at the lot pod has got spreadsheets and everything yeah. and you can't even look up somebody's age. That's right. It's not boding well for the stats for the season, is it? No. It's week one, I'll get better. We'll see. We'll see. You've you put me on you want yeah, to watch. Yeah, you won't, yeah, we should have put him on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bobby stats. Yeah. Uh, does that wrap us up? It does. Yeah? Should we move on? We shall. Okie doke. It's Bobby stats of the week. That's right, it's Stacks of the Week time. And how many have we got, Bobby? I didn't even realise what was going on then until you pressed my buzzer. <laughs> how many stats have we got this week? <coughs> Five. <laughs> Come on, then. 
kommer blå. Ja. Well, that wraps up stats of the week. <laughs> Can I just clarify, in the notes, we said we weren't doing this because it was the first week and you have to do stats No, of the no, week. we no, were no. about to start and you said, yeah. I haven't done any because it's not had any games. <sighs> we haven't had any games. Well, it's poor effort all the same. So Ridiculous. What's, so what's on next after that particular letdown? <laughs> well, I think what we should do is run through our... League table, the prediction for the league table come the end of the season. Okay. Um, and see where these players that we've just thing and how they can influence them teams and where they'll end up finishing. Okay. Yeah. Bobby, do you want to give us a rundown for yours then? Yeah, we're going top to bottom or bottom to top? Bottom to top. You've mm. got to go with the... Uh, oh, yeah. Or, or have you? It's up to you. Okay. Losers first. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I've gone with... Uh, 12 is Wakefield. I think they will really struggle this season. I think they've... Uh, personally, I think they've inve- they've not really brought in a lot of signings. They've lost a lot of players. Tom Johnston, David Fafita, the likes of them. Uh, and I think they've invested heavily into the ground, uh, trying to get that stand built so that when IMG come in, they give them a, a, a contract and say you can stay in. Uh, I've gone for Hall KR to finish 11th. Um... Catalans to finish 10th, Lee to finish 9th, I think they'll have a, a better season, just just sort of mid-table, um, Castleford in 8th, I think Salford are, will just miss out on the playoffs in 7th, uh, Huddersfield in 6th, Hull in 5th, I've gone with Leeds to, to, uh, to cap off the top 4, um, Warrington in 3rd, I've put Saints at 2nd, and I've gone with Wigan to finish top. I think that bat line's just um, a bit deadly this season. I think they'll score a lot of tries. Okay. And <clears throat> who would you have then as your grand final winner? Uh, I think for my grand final winner, I've I've put Saints to win the grand. I think Saints will go five in a row. And would they be beating Wigan in the final then? Yes. Okay. Um, Challenge Cup winner? Challenge Cup winner, I'm going to go with Warrington. Okay. I think Warrington will have a good cup run this year. Right. Okay. Smash him. Callum, do you want to do yours? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, Wakefield are getting relegated for me. I just think the, the Kevin Proctor thing sort of sums up the situation, unfortunately. Um, Ulkayar to finish 11th. Lee, 10. Castleford, 9. Catalan, 8. I think they'll really fall off. I think they've lost a lot of good players and not Catalan. Really, yeah, not really replaced them. Um, just missing out on playoffs. I've gone for Hull. Leeds, 6. Salford, 5th. Warrington, 4th. I think it might just be a touch. Uh, they brought a lot of players in, I think. Mm. Depending on how quickly the gel or whatever. I think, I just think they've they need another season. Um, Huddersfield third, Wigan second, and I still think just edging it. Uh, St. Helens in first. Grand final winner? <laughs> I think I think Saints are still ahead. The bench about, Yeah. I think Saints. And Challenge Cup winner? I'm going to go Salford. 
Okay. I'm going to go Salford. Yeah. Uh, so that's mine. Okay. Um, I've gone... Um, I've gone Wakefield in 12th. And do you know what? I really don't want them to finish 12th. No, I know. I really don't want Wakefield to finish 12th. I love going to Wakefield. That's the first time anyone's ever said that. <laughs> right. But I love going... No, I love going to Wakefield. I love the tradition. I love the... I love the, the... Just... I love everything about it, to be quite honest. And I really don't want them to finish bottom. Yeah. And it's just a personal view, and I really don't. Um, I think, as a contentious one, I think I'm going to have Catalan in 11th. Okay. And I okay. think... And I think... They'll be battling it out for a relegation place, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. I, I look at it and think exactly what you've just said about the players they've let go, the players that have come in, I don't see it. Okay. I really, really don't see it. And I can also see a situation, do you remember when they used to have years ago where they'd bring over-the-hill NRL players and who were just there for, you know, your Dave Taylors, mm. that sort of like mentality mm. as, a, as a holiday. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that sort of reoccurring again. Okay. I don't know why. It's just a feeling. I've no. I've no evidence to back that up whatsoever. But I do think that if they get on a slippery slope, I think they'll they'll continue on it. Yeah. So I do think that. Um, I've gone. Eight, I've gone. Hulk KR in tenth, and I've gone Lee in ninth. And then I think there's a battle. Then a three-way battle. I think for the sixth spot. Yeah, in in the, the playoffs, I've gone Hull FC to miss out in eighth, and I've gone Castleford to miss out in seventh, and I've gone Salford in sixth. But it wouldn't surprise me if Castleford or Hull KR and Salford those three swap places. Yeah, um, I've gone Warrington in fifth. Similar to you, Callum, I think it's a little bit too early for them, but I think they'll be massively improved from last year, which isn't hard whatsoever, really, is it? Let's be honest. No. Um, I've gone Leeds in fourth. I think they'll carry on improving under Rowan Smith. Um, and I think he'll put his stamp on it um, more so this season. Uh, I've gone Wigan in third. And I've gone Huddersfield in second. Hey. <laughs> and I've gone uh, and I've gone Saint to the top. I do like the look of Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, I think... I, don't, I think they'll be quite pragmatic. I don't think they'll be the most entertaining side in the world. Mm. But I think they'll get a lot of results. Yeah. I've said before on the pod, um, well drilled, well coached. I don't think Ian Watson's the most exciting coach in the world. No. But he knows how to get wins. Mm-hmm. And he's proved, that at, he's proved that at two clubs now. Yeah. And knows how to get results in matches where he's not expected to get results either. Yeah, and I think that that and I think they will carry on, especially adding Jake Connor in. I think that's going to be a massive boost for them. I do, I really do, and I think that will. I think they'll tip the uh, tip the balance. I think, and I think they're going to go second. Okay, uh, and then I think Saints. I th- I still think of the like I said the yardstick, and I still think they're they're at the top, and now I'm going to go with Saints to finish top. Yeah, no, I <coughs> I agree. <coughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh, grand final. Oh yeah, grand final. Sorry. Saints, Challenge Cup. Saints. Okay. You want to treble? I think they're going to win the treble. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I still think 
they they are fat, and I think having a new coach will actually help them. Mm. And I think they'll be, and I think they'll be hungry under the new coach. Yeah, club legend. Yeah, and I think they will, and I, and I think they will win. I think they'll win the lot. Very good assistant coach as well, in Lauren Fresenu. <laughs> yes. Who had a good time at Catalan. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, and I think they'll win the lot. I can't, and I'm only judging that on I think the gap closes, but I don't think other teams have done enough to get near them. That's that's my opinion on that. Okay. Just a quick questions to just to round it off. How do you how can you see Saints playing this season? Do you think they'll play the more like Wolf did, like un, like trying to go through the middle, or do you think you'll go back to the Holbrook days of throwing it around and being a bit more flair under Wellens? It's a difficult one, that isn't it? Because I think it might be a mixture of both. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one that in terms of um, you had success doing both things. Mm-hmm. So under Holbrook, they had that. Under Wolf, they were... I mean, we had different people on from Saints. We had Steve Arford on, we had Gray on. Mm. Neither were really enamoured by the way that Saints were playing. Yeah. Um, particularly Steve. Mm. Um, but it's worked. And I actually think that they got more entertaining as time went on. I mean, if you're Paul Wellens defensively, I don't think you change a thing. No, I, no you're right. Because defensively, they are... Unbeatable. But does he does he understand what that would be, what that would mean to the club to play in a slightly different style? Yeah. If you had if you had Kevin Sinfield in charge of Leeds Rhinos, would they play slightly differently on knowing what what he's been there in the past? But the game, but then the game evolves. The game does evolve, and I think it has evolved, especially from the way Wellens and his crew used to play. So I think he understands that. I don't think it will be the the sort of St. Helens, the entertainers or the classy cast type, just chuck it about everywhere. Mm. But I think we might see a bit more inventiveness. And that's why I don't think that Salford will do as well this year. Okay. Because they did that last year. I think they get found out a bit. I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do, yeah. And they've lost one or two, yeah. And I'm not sure. Again, they brought, I'm not. I'm not quite sure of the same impact. Okay. And I think that's why Salford will finish. Big expectations around Salford this year. Yeah, there is. Particularly, we haven't kept Brody Croft till till the year 2073. <laughs> <laughs> and a 104 year old Brody Croft leads out the Red Devils. <laughs> we probably won't be called that by no, now. or whatever the name is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, Salford. The, just, we'll just say yeah, Salford. The, 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 the Trafford Dome. Yeah, the, <laughs> the Trafford Night Ballers or something by that point. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. I think there's big expectations there this year, and I do think that that will that will change as well a little bit. Yeah. No, fair enough. So that's my league table. Yeah, no, I like it. Very good. Mm. Very good. Well, since you're so. Enamoured with St. Helens at the moment. Should we move on to a little bit of World Club Challenge stuff? Let's do that. Okay. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, this Saturday, 7.50am UK. The Penrith Panthers versus St. Helens. The champions of the two... 
leagues. Four quarters <laughs> of exhilarating rugby league. <laughs> Sounds like to me that these Aussies need more time and just, you know, a bit more of a break to, to compete. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, running not, scared from England. Not used to the heat. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have a quick run through. I think it's going to go, and then uh, we'll wrap up with the predictions league, shall we? Yes. Okay. How do you think it's going to go? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I'm going to stick up for Saints here because I'm going to stick up for Super League, mm-hmm. and. The disrespect that comes over. This, not just in the World Club Challenge, by the way, but during the World Cup. Yeah. The disrespect that comes in from Australia is incredible. The arrogance of it all is just, I I can't stand it. You know. Can't stand it. So when we've had Gus watch, Mm. and he says this week, well, during the World Cup he went, there's no way that England can beat Samoa. Yeah. Well, didn't when didn't when it mattered, but you know, but we did. Yeah. And then this week, what is it? Penrith will be able to declare by half time. Yeah. By the end of the second quarter. Yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> Do they have an half time show then? Does Rihanna does Rihanna come on for about three hours when think, it's half time? Kylie Minogue comes Some on. That. <laughs> yeah. Men at work. Yeah. <laughs> Can, uh, that's can, what that's what happened in rugby league, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> can they organise like the LeBron James technique? Can we like someone score a try and then just like you know give him an award for ten minutes? You see that? Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Ten seconds left in the in the quarter, right? And he scores, and then the whole game gets stopped while his mum comes on, his daughter comes on, everybody, and they're giving him a award for that. There's a game going on, mate. Be fearing if you were which, in the opposition. Yeah, which, by the way, you lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to rugby league. Come on. Right. Um, you'd have to say Panthers are overwhelming favourites. Yeah. Um, but what I'm not convinced of is this this narrative of the Panthers will win by sixty or something. Mm. Are you? No. No. 50. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't think I'd, I'd buy into that. I think they'll, I think St. Ellen's will find it tough. Obviously, very tough. The Panthers are incredible. But I don't think they'll be declaring by half time. Need to get off to a good start, don't they? Yeah. Massively. I think if, if they let a couple of tries in early and it's 10 or 12 nil, you know, by the 10 or 15 minute mark or whatever, mm. it's going to be a long, a long day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think um, one thing the, cause I saw the game last week, one thing they need to improve on is actually keep it out of the ball. Too many handling errors, too many mistakes, I think. Okay. And if you do that against them, they'll kill you. Particularly if you're giving the ball away 30 or 40 out yeah. from your own line. Yeah. If you give it away in your own half, you've no chance. No. So, no chance. So there is that. Completion rate has to be of the highest order. Yeah. It has to be, otherwise you're not going to win. And I think if they keep hold of the ball and they're smart with the kicks at the end, the, the render set plays and the completion rate's good, they've every chance, really. Could, I mean, it could, you know, I just mentioned about Salford before mm. with that surprise with throwing the ball about and things like that. That, that could be Saints this weekend. 
because mm. NRL teams aren't. They don't, they don't do have that. that in them. They don't Even, have that in them. I mean, we've all seen NRL teams when it's been like I don't know, twelve, ten with it, with like five minutes to go or four minutes to go, or whatever. They don't do anything different. Mm. They don't do anything inventive. You don't see a short kickoff or anything. No, do you? it's it's a pattern, and it's a pattern that they, they, they go with from the first minute to the eightieth minute. Yeah, yeah. No, that's how they play. That's how they all play. You know. So I think you know if, if Saints can capitalize on that with a bit more free flowing stuff that might just like catch them out of the comfort zone defensively, mm. then you know, which is what they did to the Dragons in in the first twenty minutes or so. Yeah. Then you know that that could that could set them up for something to defend, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know how good the Panthers are. You know, they've pretty much got the Samoa backline. Mm. Uh, I read this week that Stephen Crichton will probably be playing fullback. Oh, okay. Oh, they got now Dylan Edwards. No. All oh, right. Okay, I didn't read that. No, Crichton's playing fullback by the look of it. He's a good player, Dylan Edwards, as yeah. well. Mm. Yeah. Be a big loss for them, that. Yeah. Uh, I think Bachelor will be a, a, a miss for Saints as well. Yeah. Is he in the squad? Though? No. Is he not? No. He's pitched with a moon boot on money, I think. Yeah. So I don't think he's made it. Probably a bit more serious than they anticipated. You say that, but all they do then is bring Curtis Sirenen on. Yeah. He looked really good last week. That's what I mean. Like, So, uh, yes, he will be a miss, but they're not exactly filling... You know that circle with a square peg. Type no, thing. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, without being disrespectful to positions and things, it's not like either that they're missing Wellsby or Lomax or Dodd, for example. No, but when you're bringing on Curtis Sirenen, or you can move things about and have maybe like James Bell in there, or you could move Morgan Knowles there and have Bell at loose type thing. There's the plenty of options with that back row. Mm. Plenty of options, and well, all Mor- of them Morgan is back, I think, as well. Yeah, I think he was. He had a bit of illness, didn't he? I yeah, think. he's been named in the squad. Yeah, so you know, you have a back row of Matauti, Asirin, and Knowles. It's pretty good that. Which side benefits more from being able to use eighteen players? <sighs> Maybe Saints if they've had a couple of if they've had a few more minutes under the belt. I think it depends on. How many are missing for the Panthers as well? Does that does that give him an, um, mm. Does that mean they give another youngster a chance? Mm. So that eighteenth man, yeah, so is, is that, somebody less experienced? Yeah, which probably might, which <laughs> probably happen. Yeah, probably what they'll do. I haven't seen their squad. I don't know if they do it like that. I don't know, but yeah, I, um, yeah, probably Saints. I'm leaning towards Saints for the eighteenth man thing. Yeah, who are you leaning to for the overall result, Bobby? It's a tough one, isn't it? It's it's like you've already said. We know how how good and how experienced this Panthers side is, and how many internationals they've got in it. I just I really want Saints to do it for for Super League and for England. I I just think in Australia's own backyard might just be one step too far. Just for Australia's them, backyard, but Penrith are playing well, Penrith ground now. Yeah, that's they? true. Yeah, it's not even a neutral ground, is it? I suppose. Yeah, so they'll find it tough. It'll be very, very, very tough for Saints to win. I think. Yeah, I think as much as I, I want it for Super League and I want it for England, I think I have to just edge towards the Panthers. Unfortunately, what well, I do think though, sometimes with the negativity around people and stuff, is that. There would be 11 Super League sides that would swap places with Saints this Saturday. Yeah. 
Yeah. And there would be uh, and there would be sixteen NRL sides that would swap places with the Panthers as well. Yeah, definitely. And not even so much just to play this game, but the fact of what it means that well, actually, you've earned both teams have earned the right to play this game, mm. which means that they're champions of their own country. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why people would swap. Yeah. So when people get on, oh, they're going to get beat by this, and they're going to laugh, and they're laughing at this, and this. Well, actually, they've earned the right. So whether they get beat by fifty points, let's say, mm. well, if that's the case, then what what would Penrith then do to some other teams in exactly. Super League? You know, exactly. So I think there's needless negativity sometimes, and you know, from uh, from fans all over. But I think the majority of fans should probably just be behind Super League, mm. just mainly because of how arrogant they are. Yeah, and a lot of them Aussies are like like Phil Gould. It's disgraceful. It's like, it really is yeah, bad, isn't it? Just, uh, and it, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's just like standing up to bullies, isn't it? And everybody yeah. should sort of be behind I, well, St. Helens. I, I can't tell you, League. I can't tell you how much I wish we'd have won the World Cup. Yeah. I, I'm still heartbroken about that. And even to have a go at them in the final. Yeah, definitely. Um, because, I mean, we, we went to the semi-final, didn't we, at, um, Ellen Road, the Australian New Zealand one. We did, yes. Which was an unbelievable game of rugby league. Yeah, it was. But in terms of excitement and everything, it was more than matched the next day with the England Samoa game. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I ju- and England just just well, I didn't get a great start and just just blew it in the end. But really, I mm. think. But to have even have a go at them might just have shut some of the arrogance up. Yeah. Mm. Do you know? I read this week as well. I think it was. Um, one of them on the, uh, one of the commentators on that uh, Fox News, that Buzz Rothfield, mm. he said that apparently he was really disappointed in the NRL because apparently they've not given Saints the the welcome and the hospitality that we provide to the NRL teams. Apparently they've not even had a had a phone call to welcome them or anything. Or uh, apparently they've just sort of been shunned to one side and just been like, yeah, well, yeah, you're you're in our sort of turf sort of thing. Yeah. So again, it's just, I think it's just that arrogance. I think it's just that that, that disrespect on on Super League and England. And I, I really hope that that St. Helens do fire up and and use that against them because I think that is the best way to silence them. And I really hope that's what happens. Yeah. Trouble is, if even if they do that, they'll just say, "Well, they didn't have a full team out. They were playing some kids, and it was the first game out. It's just a friendly. Mm-hmm. So it's lose lose in a way. But oh yeah, it is. But you know, anyway. But if you had to go for a prediction now, then which is what we're going to do now. What, what are we going for then, just to, to wrap the uh, World Club Challenge up? And we'll talk about this next week anyway, what happens. But what do you think? My heart says St. Ellen's by 10. My head says Panthers by 20. Hmm. Uh, like I said, I, I just think I'm leaning towards the Panthers a bit more and... I, I I don't think Saints will get blown out of the water, um, but I am going to go Panthers by 12. I think I'd be tempted to go Panthers by about 16. I think it'll be a, I think there'll be a brave effort. Mm. And then I think it might just, just be too much in the end. Mm. But I think I, I can see, I can see it being a brave effort. I think there was a game, was it, was it, I can't remember what year it was, a couple of years ago when Saints were in it, when they played the Roosters. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the Roosters, did they win by about eight? And Saints had a heroic 
heroic failure. <laughs> yeah, some, yeah, yeah. It was something I can't like twenty two fourteen or something like that. Yeah, I can see, I can see something similar, mm. and then perhaps a couple of late tries for for the Panthers to to make it look. Yeah, easier than it perhaps actually was. Yeah, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fair enough. Move forward, podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, welcome back to the Predictions League and welcome back to Bri from Six Again. Bri, good to have you back. How are you? I'm good. How are you boys? Long time no listen. No. Uh, yeah, we're, we're all right. We're very good. We're very good. We're glad to be back, that's for sure. Glad to have you back, boys. Glad to have you back. Oh, we didn't we need to put you on the spot? Did you say we're going to put Bri on the spot? Well, I'll let you. All right. Well, we we heard another rumor, Bry, or we we heard the podcast that you've been, you know, yet again prostituting yourself out to the lot pod. Yeah, I yeah. did. So we just wanted to know which was your favorite rugby league pod on the airwaves at the moment. Oh, at the at the moment, it's 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 uh, well on the airwaves at the moment. Uh, well, no, be... just just generally, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to be this forward, obviously. Oh, well, great. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah, take that, Eddie. Take that, Reese. Oh, yeah. on, on, the airway, on the airwaves at the moment, I'd say five live because they're back and you're not yet. But oh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> fair enough. Right, we've got, Bri, we've got a bit of a change in the way that the prediction league is going to work this year, haven't we? We do, and um, we've we've decided to um, up the ante. Um, we've got rid of That's Yorkshire, to do with Joe Lancashire. Westerman, by the way, is it? No, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> it went as ante. Um, right, okay, yeah. They, <laughs> um, we've got rid of Yorkshire, Lancashire, and the stats team. Um, we're keeping the insiders and. Used to and myself, we're still having a team. Yeah, we're not getting rid of the stats team full altogether because Bobby's going to have his own team, and Roy is joining Castleford because we are going to have two people represent each Super League side this this season. So let me get that straight. So we've got twelve Super League teams, all represented by our fans. Yeah. Yes. And then we've got. Uh, we've got myself, Callum, and Bobby to make 15. We've yep. got the insiders to make 16. Yep. And we've got Dolphin Bry at 17. I am the Dolphin. You are the Dolphin. I am the Walrus. What, what I will say... <laughs> What I will say is now and again I won't be on because I can't be bothered picking up the phone, so I'll send you a sister <laughs> <and> Sam instead. <laughs> oh, if only that were true. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. So so that we've got seventeen teams, that's amazing. So just to put people at rest though, right? People's ears at rest here. We're not going to... That, that, the, the Prediction League slot won't last about 45 minutes, will it? We're just going to run through some of the uh, uh, some of the scores and the tables each week, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're not going to go through every single one. Um, what we'll do is we'll just 
pick up some highlights from each each player yeah. of the week, and then we will obviously once the pod is released, we will put up all the scores and the league table as normal. Fantastic, absolutely fantastic. So, without further ado, Bride, you want to lead us into week one? Yeah, I will. I will just say for the insiders this week, we have only the third Englishman ever to lift the World Cup trophy in Mr. Tom Halliwell. Yeah, excellent. That, that, that needs a jingle. There we go. So, uh, well done, Tom, and congratulations. Absolutely, yeah. What an achievement that was. Yeah. Yeah. What an achievement. The whole world fell in love with wheelchair rugby league, didn't it? It was like uh, during the World Cup. Amazing. Yeah. And rightly so as well. Absolutely amazing. Games were just fantastic to watch. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So, well done. Okay. So, uh, uh, who, else have we, who else have we got, Bri, this week? Right, so, for Castleford, we've got Roy. Yep. We now have a Catalan team, and we'd like to welcome Victoria to yes. Catalans. Well, Huddersfield, we've got Nathaniel. Yep. Hull FC, we've got Outlaws Rugby League. Okay, excellent. Represent Hull FC, welcome to them. Hull KR, um, our, our World Cup pod, uh, World Cup Prediction League winner, Joseph Appleyard. Yeah, well, yeah, well Leeds, done, Joe, brilliant. The yep. Leeds, we've got uh, Eddie from Love. Lockhart. Brilliant. Billy, yeah. we'd like to welcome the Ledias Twitter page. Okay. Billy. Salford. Sorry. Is that the Leathers, Bri? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> half asleep, mate. Don't worry about it. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> the Ledias. I thought you said the Lepias. <laughs> I did. I did. I, yeah. No, nah, I'm with Bri. You said the Lepias. All right, okay. I said the Lepias. The Salford, we've got. Uh, our friend Phil. Um, for St. Helens, we've got St. Biffy's back. Okay, okay. Um, for Wakefield, we've got Down at Bellevue's back. Hey. He's not going to lie. For Waddington, <laughs> for Waddington, we've got a Luce Wire, who's also back. And for Wigan this week, we have Johnny Ashey, who is also back. Brilliant. We will have some other regular faces next week. Uh, regular names, even next week, and um, with some newbies as well. I'm I'm just pretty chuffed that we haven't upset anybody that much over the last twelve months that they're not coming back. So <laughs> thanks everybody. Yeah, <laughs> well it's, done. I think it's more me upsetting them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Do you want to take us through the games then, Bry? Right. So we go one by one, boys. Yes. Right. First up tomorrow, it's on Sky Sports. It's Warrington Leeds. Eight o'clock kickoff. Okay, uh, I think that um, we've already kind of wrapped this up for the first week, but Warrington look a lot stronger than they did last year. And I've also seen that Leeds are without Harry Newman, McDonald and Aledski. So I think that will tip the balance into Warrington's favour and I'm going Warrington by eight. Oh, just, the first one I've got to change already. Callum? Um... Yeah, similar sort of thing. I saw that. I think Warrington are obviously without Josh Maguire. Um, I think they're also without Dudson and Cassiano. So it's a bit... Mm. <laughs> whoever's got the better back line, I think, at the minute, isn't it? Yeah. But we'll wait and see. But I think Warrington being at home and them having a poor season, like they'll be. I think they'll be, you know, wanting to get out of the blocks fast. 
Yeah. Um, so, I, but I think it will be tight. I'm going to say Warrington by four. Okay, and I'm very similar. It's always difficult first games, isn't oh, it? Yeah. because you never yeah, know yeah. who's ready, who's not. You yeah. don't know. How, like you said, you were talking about teams gelling before, and how long it would take them to gel together and things like that. Yeah. So it's diff- it's very very difficult. So I, I'll go Warrington six. Mm. Fantastic, boys. I've gone the other way. I've gone Leeds by eight. Mm. And a few highlights from our from our um, from our teams. Um, we've got five who have gone for Warrington, eight who have gone for Leeds. Won't be surprised that Warrington and Leeds have both gone for their own teams. Mm. And the pick out is we do have a by two, and it's Phil. I think that says a lot though because it's like quite evenly split there for who's who's gone for who and I think it's a really difficult one actually I think that's actually a good game for the on that's the a television. great opener that's a brilliant for the, opener for the season opener yeah. I think that's I think that's excellent yeah it's brilliant be flicking will you be watching that or United versus Barcelona or flicking between the two it's called multiple device syndrome yeah. oh yeah PMP What's that? Picture in picture. Okay, right, all right. I didn't know what, I didn't know what that meant. You just can watch both at the same time. Okay, right, fair enough, yeah. I'll show you how to do it. Thanks. <laughs> okay. All right, what's next, Brian? Uh, on Friday, half seven kickoff. Wakefield feet Catalan. Right. Now, if what I've said in the league tables before, right, I think this could be... An, I Already, I think that could be an absolutely vital match. Yeah. Okay. So... I think that could be a, a, a crucial, crucial game, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna edge Wakefield by six. Okay. Okay. Although I agree with you, I mean, we agree that Catalan won't be as good um, as they have been the last couple of seasons. I don't think they're going to be as bad as you're saying. So I'm going to say Catalan by ten. Okay. I've got to change mine now. Um, yeah, I, I agree with, uh, exactly what you said. Uh, I did see that Catalan's. Potentially have no Sam Tompkins and no Mike McMeekin though, and apparently forward Jaha has dislocated his shoulder and he's out as well. So uh, I still think Catalans will edge it, and I'm going to go Catalans by eight. Okay, I've gone Catalan by fourteen. I just think they're a bit, and as much as they're missing Tompkins, they'll have May and Morg to cover, and I think they've still got Johnson and Davis. And it's odds on that Johnson's going to score at least two against Wakefield first game of the season, isn't it? Mm. And then limp off after 55 minutes. <laughs> I hope yes. he can stay fit. I, yeah, I, my, I, I was well. nearly adding my ones to watch. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, was he doing something wrong at Wakefield? Can they fix him over there type mm. thing? I hope he stays fit. I really mm. do, for okay. his sake. But anyway. Okay. Next one, Brian. Out of our teams, out of our teams, we've got two. We've only gone for Wakefield. And 11 have gone for Catalan. Yeah, please tell me down at Bellevue has gone for Wakefield. He has, he's gone yes. by six. And the other one is our Lee fan who's gone Wakefield by 22. Ooh, right. Okay. Right, and that so that was that was the Lepers? <laughs> yeah, the Lepers. The Lepers have gone by 22, right? Okay. Yeah. The Lepers. Oh, they don't fall off at the... Uh, uh, the all, right, right. all right, what's next? Uh, the game on Sky on Friday is uh, it's it's a it's a different it's a concert by Skelton for Girls and then there's a rugby game going on as well. Um, it's Leafy Salford eight o'clock. Callum, do you want to tell your Skelton for Girls story? All oh, right, yeah. When I went to see him, yeah, and he went, 
ah, oh, this is a new song, and then it went dead quiet, and I just went, play what we know. Because you're absolutely hammered. Yeah. <laughs> and it, everyone looked at me. Yeah. It was funny, though. It's not a classic anecdote, but it's a scouting for girls. You story. asked me to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm Callum. What are you what are you going for this one then? Um, I think Lee have recruited very well, mm. um, and being at home, and they'll be raring to go. But I think for the first week, I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to say Salford by six. Yeah. Do you think Lee? I know we've I know we haven't done in the league table, and we, we've put them. Do you think Lee are in any danger whatsoever of being relegated? Yes, but I don't think they will. Mm. Yeah, they're in, I think they're in, they're in danger. I think every team that comes up is in danger. Yeah, just with the with the recruitment. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's not a full you know foregone conclusion that they're going to stay up. So no, okay. My thoughts on that are Saloons were in danger last year. Really close, wasn't it, for the last yeah. couple of weeks? Yeah. But would you say that Lee have recouped and some lose it last year? Yeah, I think they've drastically improved, I think, Lee, yeah, on what they've, what they've done. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, anyway, I'm, I'm going to, similar to Callum, um, I'm going to play it safe and I'm going to go, I think it'll be difficult and I wouldn't be surprised if Lee won whatsoever. No, I don't. I'm going to go Salford by eight. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't even know how I'm saying that, to be honest. Don't they? But no, no, stop trying to tempt me already. It's Ooh. week one. I'll go Salford by eight. Okay. okay. I think uh, similar. I think there's a lot of hype around Lee. I think they will at home. I think they want to start off really well and get off this starting block. This new, um, this new Lee Leopards thing they've built. I think they'll really try and get out at that. And uh, as much as Salford have had a good couple of seasons, I also think they're notoriously slow starters. They always seem to get better as the season goes on. So I'm going to go Lee by eight. Mm, I, yeah, I, I'm quite tempted with that. But anyway, it's too late now. But anyway, Brian? I've gone Salford by 12. And I think Joe Mellor's going to be a big loss at the start of the season for Lee. Okay. Um, our, our teams, four others have gone for Lee. And nine others have gone for Salford. Mm. Um, each team's gone for their own team again. But we do have two... Two for Salford by two. Um, Tom Halliwell for the Insiders and Eddie for Leeds. And we have one Lee by two, which is our full FC fan, Outlawed Rugby League. Okay. Mm. Okay, next game. Saturday, Channel 4, Hull KR for Wigan. I don't think this one will be as close. I think they'll put up a fight at home, but I think we're going to have too much. So I'm going to go Wigan 12. Yeah, I, I think we're going to. I don't think Kulkay are up to much uh, as the, this season as they have been the last couple. Uh, Wigan look stronger than they did last year, so I'm going to say Wigan 16. Yeah, I think, uh, as I already said, that, that bat line for, for Wigan looks very dangerous this year. I can see him scoring a lot of points. And I think this will be your, your biggest score of the week, and I've gone for Wigan by 20. Okay. Thank you, Doug. I've gone Wigan by 18. Um, the rest of the teams, we've got 12 for Wigan and one for Hull KR. Can you guess who it is? Got to be Joe, hasn't it? Yeah. And he's gone Hull KR by four. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. 
you go. Everyone else ranges from Wigan by six, which is Tom Halliwell, to Wigan by 26, yeah. which is our Leifa. I think a lot of the time at the start of the season, teams' attack doesn't blend in as quickly as it does. You tend to get a lot of mistakes, don't you? A lot of knock-ons, a lot of... Yeah. You know, and I don't think that teams absolutely blow teams out of the water first first game, just because their attack's not up to scratch. Yeah. But anyway. And then we've got one more game, Bry. Yeah, Sunday 3 o'clock, it's Hull FC for the Castleford Alleyways. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh... I, I think this will be another close-ish one. Um, I think Hull will, will just edge it being at home, and I think they did look slightly uh, the, the better team on paper anyway, mm. personally. So I'm going to say Hull by 12. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think the, the home advantage will just get the better of Castleford. And I also think that uh, Tony Smith will want to start his Hull FC career off in the in the right ways, and I think... Yeah, I think he'll win. I think it'll be Hull by 10. I was going to say, we're not mentioned Toby Smith, have we? been in charge at Hull on, on the pod, have we? It's no, we haven't. Interesting, no. An interesting mm-hmm. debut, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think if we go... I think if we go look at that, I think it's going to be a, a, a difficult one for, for both teams because of what I've said around that 6, 7, 8 slot. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Hull by four. Okay. I think it'll be a close game. Good game, I think, this one. Yeah. I've gone Hull by 14. And the rest of our teams, we've only got two who've gone for Castleford. And one is by Roy. Okay. Um, and everyone else has gone for Hull. The standouts for that is our Lee fan has gone Hull by one. Okay. Oh, the first one of the year. <laughs> Hull by one, right. Now, it's Hull FC for Castleford, and someone has predicted Hull by 30. Can you guess who? Hull by 30? Yeah. Um, is it the Hull fan? Is it Outlawed <laughs> Rugby League? <laughs> it's our good friend from Wakefield down at Bellevue. Oh, yes. Oh, there we go. I like it. So... Brilliant. And that just about wraps us up, doesn't it, Bri, for that? That is everything. As you say, once the pod goes out, we shall put everyone's scores out for everyone to see. And then once all the scores are in on Sunday, I will put out the first league table. Smashing. And just to tell everyone, we're going to have the point system as the same as last year. Excellent. What a job you're doing, Bri. Thank you so much for doing this. It's uh, exciting. Brilliant. A lot harder to win. Well, as Sam, say, as Sam say, as Sam says, it'll keep me quiet. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot harder to win this year. It will be, yeah. You know, it's going to be fun. I might just have to um, close my window so Callum can't see what I'm writing down. This year. <laughs> um. right. <laughs> I think you'll find out, won't it, bro? Yeah. <laughs> so if anything, I need to shut my windows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, listen, no, thank you, Bright, and thank you to all our, um, all our, uh, what, what's the word I was going to say, entrants, it's not, participants, what? participants, that's the word I was looking for, okay, I was under pressure then, live, very good, but yeah, no, our our participants there in the league, thank you to all for for, uh, for taking part this year for us, yeah, definitely, well, well, I think that just about wraps us up for the first episode of this season, 
Um, so thank you to everybody that's listened. Uh, thank you to everybody that's participating in the Predictions League. And obviously thank you to, to Bri for doing such an amazing job and, uh, and running it. Um, and thank you to Bobby for his meticulous research during the off-season. Yeah, ho- hopefully Bobby will have warmed up a bit by next yeah. week. So uh, we'll be back next week. Keep your eye on, on uh, social media, on Twitter and Facebook. Um, we'll post this one out at uh, some point today but thank you for listening uh, but from all of us here at the Loose Loose Forward podcast it's goodbye bye, bye. bye.